You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. In today's episode, Ashley Templer joins us. She's the founder of Only Skincare. For many, the bathroom is a place of purity, pampering and relaxation, a place to freshen up and wind down. However, for others with allergies, intolerances, skin conditions and autoimmune diseases, the bathroom is not so inviting. Ashley's dealt with intolerances and skin conditions her whole life. This became the catalyst for launching Yours Only. In this episode, we talk about the skincare brand, distribution and marketing. Hi, Ashley. Thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Alison. It's so nice to be here. Absolutely. So before we kick into your amazing business, I would love you to introduce yourself. Yes. So I'm Ashley Templer and I have a lot of hats. Like I wear a lot of hats. I have a social media agency actually, which is my first kind of career. And then I launched Yours Only, a skincare brand in 2020. So that's kind of been my passion project and my baby, which I've been working on for the past few years. But to tell you a bit more about what I do, I guess in the social media agency, I completely manage uh, a team of staff and I also have clients within the beauty and fashion space. And then Yours Only, I basically do everything. So I do the product development, I do the marketing, I do the social media, I do... basically everything involved in running a small business and then I have contractors that help me on that yeah on that side yeah so there's lots of different things absolutely two completely different stages of business um so tell us about yours yours only yeah so yours only is a skincare brand and I guess I created it from a pain point so it's like one of those typical stories but I think mine has a bit more of a purpose and a story so I've always had allergies and intolerances my whole life. I was born with them. And then um, as I progressively got older, they got worse, which obviously with a lot of people that usually is the other way around. So I was the kid that had eczema and asthma and couldn't tolerate any dairy or nuts. And then it got to the point where I couldn't have fructose and then I got diagnosed with celiac disease and then I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease. And then as time went on, I ended up, still being quite sick in my mid-20s and found out that I had a salicylate intolerance, which is something that lots of people have never heard of. But salicylates are considered as a natural pesticide within fruit and vegetables. So think of a banana that's green versus a banana that's brown. The green yeah. banana has low salicylates and then as it's aged, it turns brown. So anything that kind of ages within fruit or vegetables, I basically can't tolerate. But because my salicylate intolerance is so high, I can't really tolerate any fruits or vegetables, more so fruits, um, so I can have some vegetables. So it kind of left me in this point where when I went to buy my skincare and my beauty products and my household items, I literally couldn't find anything on the market that I could use because there's this whole movement of all natural is what everybody needs to be using. But If you look at the shelves for the products for all eczema creams and psoriasis creams and all of that kind of stuff, they're not 100% natural because those 100% natural products are the ones that flare you up. So there was a huge gap in the market in the sense that I could only buy products that were from a chemist and that were really boring and in white bottles and 
I just love beauty and I've always loved it. My mum worked at Estee Lauder when I was a kid. So I feel like I've kind of grown up loving all of the really nice products and yeah. I could only use ones that just didn't really speak my language. So I decided to build a brand and uh, started with a cleanser and a moisturizer and they're called Clean and Coat. And basically clean can be used as a shampoo, a face cleanser and a body wash or a bubble. Yeah, it's basically an all-in-one. And then coat can be used on the scalp if you've got scalp psoriasis on your face and also on your body. And I think the best part about them is the fact that they're just free of anything. So I have lots of allergies and intolerances. So by me kind of being the face of the brand and saying that I can use the products kind of really helped the story of the brand because it's free of things like salicylates and dairy, gluten, soy, nuts, uh, fragrances, sulfates, parabens, all the main things that people are usually allergic to or intolerant to. So that's basically what yours only is. And since then, I've been able to launch a lip balm, which I actually, <laughs> in lockdown, ended up getting period dermatitis around my mouth from wearing a mask. And so I basically went to the community and said, do you also have this problem? How do we fix it? So I kind of utilised the community and my issue with the products that I was using that was also flaring it up and created a balm which launched earlier this year. So I'm kind of really trying to focus on utilising the community to grow the products and the brands exactly what they want. Yeah, fabulous. How did you find, because I'm assuming you didn't have any experience in this field and industry at all. So how did you go about getting started because that's the so, hardest bit is working yeah. out how do I get started, how, where do I go for formulation, you know, all of those kind of things. Yeah, I'm just one of those people that when I get something in my mind, I'm like I just have to do it. And yeah. people say to me, like, you literally have no idea how to do it. And I'm like a spreadsheet person. So I just worked out all the kind of things I needed to do. One benefit was that when I finished high school, I did product development. So it was based in fashion, but I still feel like I learned some tools of how to develop a product. So that, and then I essentially just did heaps of research. I just really wanted to create a range that helped a whole family. And originally it was six products, but then I realized how expensive it was to produce in Australia. So I ended up just putting the six products into two and I did heaps of research on a formulator and I found one who actually also had a salicylate intolerance. So when I met her, I was like, I feel like we have crossed paths for a reason. Yes. So, yeah. And so she actually was like, if I can use this product, that would be incredible. And she can use it because she basically runs this huge company and can't use any of the products that she manufactures for her clients. Yeah. So that was really like a meant to be kind of moment, I think. So they've really helped me a lot in terms of the formulations and making sure that they were suitable for people who are very sensitive like me. Mm. And then I guess with other stuff like the website, I have lots of connections to uh, yeah. website, like digital agencies because of the work that I'm in. Yeah. Branding, I have a really good friend that does branding. Tone of voice, I have, my best friend does tone of voice. Yeah. So I have a lot of connections yeah. in the branding side to be yeah. able to do that. When it came to all of the like in-depth legality type stuff, that was really a bit of a challenge. I do have legal help in my family, but formulation regulations was just oh, yeah. hard. Yeah, like I, the copywriter friend and I wrote 
all the packaging and we thought it sounded really amazing and quite like quirky and then we sent it over and it had like red crosses across yeah. all of it like you can't claim this you can't claim this yeah. so the yeah lots place. of learning yeah <laughs> that's what we called her yeah so we had to do a lot of changes but um yeah we've just learned along the way and I think mm. that's most small businesses do that you just yeah, kind absolutely. of learn absolutely. along the way yeah, everyone's just saying like they're just flying by the seat of their pants, you know, like you're yeah. just working, you know, as you go. Yeah. And you yeah, have that too. Like you can't have yeah. it all worked out before you take action. You have to just move ahead and work it out as you go. So when you launched the brand, I'm assuming you used uh, social media as the springboard. I did. So yeah. very lucky that I obviously have a background in social media. Mm. We actually launched in August 2020, so in peak stage four lockdown in Melbourne. Yeah. So we anytime we wanted to do some sort of launch, we've gone into lockdown basically just before. So everything has been digital. And I tell my story. I don't have many followers on my personal Instagram at all, but I t- tell my story a little bit on there. Well, I told it a little bit then. I tell it a lot more now. Yeah. I never really shared my story before because I just didn't really know anyone with allergies and intolerances. And I just didn't really want to be like a sob story. But when yeah, I launched the brand. For that, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I just am not the person that really wants attention or no. to be for people to feel sorry for me. So, uh, just before the launch, I basically posted on my personal Instagram telling my story and that, that something's coming. And then on the day of launch, I posted it on the Yours Only Instagram, and we made two k on the first day. Wow! Is it that three people that you knew? Yeah, just three people that I knew who tagged yeah. other people who told other people. So. Wow. Yeah, just through my personal Instagram and organic. And then we did run ads as well. So I have a really good ads person in my team. So it was a lot organic. And then before we launched the product, we actually did a bit of a lead generation campaign where we asked people to sign up to be able to trial the product once it was live. So we got a really good base of people who did have eczema and psoriasis on our database, but we didn't launch to them until the day after. Yeah. Yeah. Have you used yeah. TikTok at all? I actually haven't. I we we are on TikTok. Yeah. However, um my audience is a lot older, so right. it's actually not the right audience. So yeah. Instagram and Facebook is really where my audience is. Okay. And I'm finding that the content that works best for my audience is stories and before and after photos and really meaty information about conditions whereas TikTok you don't get that on that yeah. platform, which obviously I work in social media and it's funny when people are like, what, you're not on TikTok? But my audience is like 30 to 60, really. Mm. Yeah. Do you find that Facebook uh, is better for you than Instagram or the other way around? Uh, Facebook's really good in terms of ads for me. I, I get a lot of an older market on Facebook and they just click through and purchase because... I mean, if you look on our website, there's lots of information and um, before and afters and testimonials and stuff. So that kind of helps there. And then in terms of Instagram, we get really good organic traction. So um, from me just telling my story, I'm actually, I'm not on there all the time. I'm quite busy. So I'm not always on there, but just telling other people's stories, I think really helps. Mm. Wow. Have you been running any Google ads? I did over Christmas and they didn't really work, but... Um, we replatformed our website. So beforehand, I don't think it was set up very well. Mm. And I also think yours only is very much a brand about about a community. And I think 
if you type in eczema cream into Google and you just see it, I don't think there's enough awareness out there for people to just click and purchase it. I think it needs to be something where people hear the story and learn more about the product and the purpose and why we exist and then they'll make the purchase Um, because you can only find us online at the minute. So there's no tangible in-store experience that anyone can have at the minute. So I don't know whether, yeah, I don't think Google Ads are right for us right now. Mm. Mm. Do you Mm. think that you will get distribution into retail stores? I'm hoping to. I'm one of those people that likes to build things slowly and make sure I get all my ducks in a row first. So um, my aim is to have five products before I try and get into a store. Mm. So I'm launching two more products this year and then I will start that process. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. When you say that you do everything for this business, does that mean you're also doing all the social media as well or have you got your team from the other business doing that? I am a bit of a control freak, so I do all of the social media myself. So I respond to all the DMs and I think I'll always respond to the DMs and because I that's how I connect with a lot of our customers yes and I do yeah because I mean I've made friends through it that I've like actually caught up with and you know discussed health stuff and all of that um and I do plan all of the Instagram I do all the captions I do have one person that does do the ads and I do have content creators that do help create content but yeah I do the bulk of it because I think it is my passion project so I kind of don't really see that part as a job yeah because it's a bit different and I kind of write what's happening so if people are asking me questions in dms I kind of address it on there so it's kind of a bit more of a personal approach and yes I sign off posts with my name so people know that I'm actually like talking directly to them so I think if I stepped back it would feel quite disjointed and not like how I've just started to build the brand yeah so because this is so new for you at any point along the journey so far have you experienced like a time where you've gone oh my god um you know this is a huge hurdle or this is a huge challenge uh well to be honest it's been around for nearly four years now because yeah. it took two two years to develop and I would probably say in the development phase was the bit where I was like, oh, my gosh, because I would tell people that I'm starting a skincare brand and they would assume that I would just be selling tubs of skincare that you can just buy at the local market. And I'm like, no, this is a brand that's going to be in retail. Like this is going to be a really strong brand. And it was hard just telling people that it was coming when, you know, it they took so long. It. Yeah, They can't see it. And um, for it to be uh, suitable for people with allergies, you've got to go through so many tests. So there's like dermatologically testing, there's all these like preservative efficiency tests, freeze tests, all of that kind of stuff. And you you can't do the next step without finishing one. Um, and then obviously there was also a hiccup where we found another brand with a similar name whose logo was exactly the same as ours, or almost. So halfway through, we ended up changing the logo completely, which is not my preference, but that's what the logo is now. And I think with the formulation, we just couldn't get it right for so long and the chemist was being a bit harsh on on me because I didn't really know what I was doing. And, Mm. yeah, there was lots of bits where I was like, do I even bother? Like I'm investing my entire life savings into this. Do I I bother? But, I mean, I'm glad I've done it now because I've been able to make friends through it and build a brand that means something. Yeah, I mean the outlay is huge at the beginning because you're paying for everything and there's absolutely nothing coming in. Was that yep. scary for you? 
For some reason, no. I think the when I did the outlay, I was in no debt. So I, I'm still renting and I didn't have any like loans or debts at all. And I had, so I had saved all the money and then I was getting paid through working at the agency. So I always knew that the agency was still clocking and making money. For the, for the development phase, I didn't hire two staff. So I did three people's jobs during that time to be able to pay for it. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. So I worked, I've, I've basically worked ridiculous hours for the past maybe five or six years. Yeah. So that kind of paid for it. So I, I I had all the funds up front. So I pulled it out from my savings and then I pulled it out from the agency. And then I knew that I would still be getting paid through the agency. Mm. So I don't know, I should have been stressed, but I just, I wasn't because I think I just, yeah, I believed in what I was doing. And I guess like I had the the, the funds there and then I just pulled back when I yeah. couldn't afford something. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel after working, you know, that hard for that long, do you feel burnt out or tired at the moment at all? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah I'm in the process of launching um, online courses through the agency so I can kind of step back from doing one-on-one with clients. So then at least that way I'm still touching on the the social side of things and still keeping in it and helping people, but mm-hmm. it's a bit more of a passive income rather than me being on the tools all the time. Yeah. Um, and I'm just ready for that. I think mm. I'm working a lot at the minute and I'm yeah. kind of at that point where I need just a little bit of a break. Yeah. Oh, look, everyone feels the same way this, mm-hmm. this entire year so far. I know. Oh. So hard. What, what, I, what I'm finding is that people, you know, they have, they're having the breaks, you know, Christmas break and then we've just had the whole Easter and April break, but that's still not enough. Mm. I think it's not enough because people want to be able to travel. Yeah. And so many people want to travel far and we haven't been able to for two years. Mm, yeah. I think everyone's glasses will be totally full next year. This this year's a bit of a funny one. Do, yeah. Do you, do you find now that you've done um, new product developments already that going forward it will be a much easier process for you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I learnt a lot when we first built the brand yeah like a lot and you know you spend money on things you shouldn't have spent money on and all of that and so the lip balm took a really long time to get the formulation right but now we're doing a hair conditioner and that process has been a lot easier and that should be coming out in a few months because I think the bottles are the same size as um, the others so like that is a bit easier the packaging's kind of already sorted the the labels are very similar because um, the balm, we actually had to source the product to be really sustainable and it was just, it took five months to get the, just the tube sorted. But for conditioner, it's a lot easier. And um, I basically interview, well, did a questionnaire for all of my customers and got them to fill it out and was able to leverage their information to be able to build it, whereas at the start it was based off, you know, what I wanted. But now it's a lot easier because I know the process of how we can get customers mm. to tell them what they need. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot easier and I know exactly what tests need to be done, how long they'll take, all the lead times. Yeah. Exciting. So what are you most excited for this year, would you say? We're hoping to get into America. Right. Um, yeah. That There's a huge market there for us, I think. So I applied for a trademark in November last year. So I can't really get my stock over there until the trademark has been, like the process has been accepted. 
So that's one thing I really am looking forward to. I'm looking forward to bringing out these two new products and then potentially starting the process of getting into retail. Yeah. Big year ahead for you. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously building up the community more as well. I think that's like such a huge thing for us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, as you say, the community leads the direction Mm. based on their feedback. Good and bad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. So where, where can everyone find your beautiful products? Just online. So yoursonly.co. Some people think it might be .com, but it's .co. Excellent. All right, then. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us here today. No worries. Thank you for having me.